It could be old news. Like, hey, we're coming out with ballistic or uh, what do you call it? Uh, bubble protection system or whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> ballistic <laughs> missile system. Ballistic. Sorry, we have oh, we have we have ballistic protection. Part? We have ballistic protection systems on the on the helicopter. So, <laughs> right. Bubble protection systems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to 5 Ideas Talking Toys. Tonight we have part two of our interview with Ross Barr. Uh, please like and subscribe to this channel. Uh, you can go visit us at 5ideastalkingtoys.com and you can see everything that we have available there from our merch shop, links to our other pages, links to other social media. And you can collect with us at rogue5toys.com. Without further ado, let's get into part two. So I got a question. Um, did Where you are you, John? I can't see you. I'm right here. Number one idiot. Oh, it's so funny. Um, so I have a question. <laughs> Did you guys notice a boon when um, AFA stopped grading for that period of time during COVID? Um, when they they cut out grading because they were using the acrylic for protection and you know um, for medical purposes and grocery yeah. stores and stuff like that. Did you see like a sudden boon with? No, we, we actually did that too. We we were doing okay. that too. You know, they but you did they, both, and they, they stole it. It was a, they had a great idea. Yeah. You know, we kind of debated that initially, like, oh, we're we gonna look like we're like, you know, copying them or whatever. And we right. all got together, like, well, like that's stupid. If if more hospitals can use this, like, who cares? Like, if someone yeah. thinks we're copying them, who cares? Right? Yeah. Like, we were copying them because it was a good idea. And they did a lot of good. So just like they did, we created these. I don't know if you guys all know what, what John was talking about, but they, right as the pandemic hit, since we we both make acrylic, we made these acrylic shields, like a box. You know, when someone was um, intubating a COVID patient, you know, when you're intubating someone, they, they kind of like cough up and spit up and all that, right? Like really transmit, that's <laughs> like high transmission of COVID. So it was a box with, Things for your hands that you put the box over someone's head as you're about to intubate them, put your hands in, and they'd be completely protected by. I the think I saw a video about that. Yeah, it, we, we had a, we had a couple of videos that were yeah, put out yeah, at the time. Yeah, I but, saw that. You know, we 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 served like 150, 200 hospitals, something like that, or maybe more than that. I I, can't, I forget what the exact number was, but you know, it was a short-lived thing because you know, if you remember all the shit that happened at the very beginning of the pod, of the the. Um, the um pandemic pandemic yeah it's not like my worst <laughs> podcast pandemic that the pandemic like there was a lot of stuff you did that you didn't do two weeks later right yeah, like, right. there's a period where people like cleaning their groceries off when they got yeah. home like, yeah, <laughs> doing that w weren't you supposed to inject yourself with bleach or something at some point <laughs> i mean that that was like two days only though no you drink it you drink it oh you drink right. it right well, you know, it's funny that you brought that up, John and, and, and Ross, because Brandon went online and found some overstock of those pieces, and he put one of those over John's head in the uh, hotel room <laughs> when he was coughing up and, and hacking up at night. He had a cube over his head, you know, to keep him from, yeah. you know, communicating any uh, issues. All right. Be a nice collector's item at this point. Yeah. 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 I'll get you one made, Shane. You can get a slip. You can yeah. probably put a, a Millennium yeah, Falcon in there. The can, you, can you make one where permanent it seals his seals it shut so he can't talk? 
Yeah, we just, can't. We don't have to hear him. Just make it permanent, <laughs> right? Right on Machine's yeah. face. Soundproof. <laughs> yeah. So, what is you know, we you talked a little bit about some new ventures with CAS. You know, th- some things you're doing. What is kind of uh, you know the newest? Is there anything new over there right now? Is there anything that you've started to do with certain collectibles that you hadn't you know done in the past? What's is there anything that you can share that's the latest? Um. No, I look. I think the one thing. And I'd be interested in you guys. You can you can be completely honest about this too. I think this is, at least at least the Wildminster brothers. I, I know you guys send it in more loose. I'll be honest, yeah, right? <laughs> you guys send it. In, I know you will. Yeah, I know you will. I think you guys send it. Don't worry, Ross. Loose. It's a safe place here. You're safe. <laughs> okay, nice. You're safe. It's a safe place. Um, I know you guys send it more loose than carded, but you know we. <laughs> We're slowly making our way. I don't know if you guys are aware of the bubble protection system, bubble, bubble preservation system, the BPS, right? And if you ever knew like the old um, bubble protection that used to exist for great encarded figures, it was like a, a case around piece of acrylic. It would go around the bubble, right? So CAS created like a vacuum form fitting bubble that goes on top of the bubble, hmm. essentially stopping figures from breaking through. Um, and so we've announced up to the first 21 figures on Star Wars and Empire card. It's available. And I, you know, when we were doing it, I was like, I, I thought it was gonna be something that would revolutionize the hobby because, you know, maybe once every couple of weeks, you'll see someone sending carded figure in the mail and the figure busts through the bubble, right? Ruining whatever, whatever value that's there. And we came up with a solution that kind of would stop that. And I'm really surprised it hasn't taken off the way that I thought it would. I don't know. Have you guys, have you guys seen that? Have you heard of it? I've, I've seen it. Yeah, heard of I, it. Yeah. What, are, what are your thoughts on it? Do I think if you, I think if you send in a mint on card, you're you're a moron for not getting it. Okay. Okay. I think my, you're an idiot. So my my thought is is that number one, I know that there was like a CIS logo on the bottom, and I saw it a couple of times. So there was like some right. kind of logo. It kind of stood out, and I was like, eh, you know, I don't really want to see a logo on it. But okay. number, but number two. My like the most important thing was 10 years later, what happens if you have to regrade this thing? Is that thing gonna get stuck to the mock? Like, is it gonna ruin it? Like, yeah, it's a good question. It's 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 actually an excellent question. That was the only question I had. So the reason that we put the CES logo on there, we originally didn't. It's so invisible that we sent a few out back to customers and they said you guys forgot to to put it on. (laughs) Oh, really? they, They literally couldn't. Which I don't understand because it's it's I mean it's it's transparent, but like if you like go like this, you can see it. It's not like it's invisible, right? Like it's not like yeah. an, we're fooling people and saying like, oh yeah, we really put it on and like didn't put it on. It's it's really hard to see, so we put that little CES thing on there so people see that it's there. As as stupid as that sounds, um, and as far as like the 10, 15 years down the road thing. It's really high quality plastic that's used in like um, dent, you know, I think something related to like dental work. Um, I can't remember exactly the name of the plastic, but should not degrade. Should not degrade. No, I was saying that anytime I, I send in a mock, like for a customer, I always say, do you want the BPS protection on it? Yeah. They always go, no, it's fine. I'm like, okay. See, I think that I that's, asked him. that's <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> it hasn't caught on the way that I think it should. Hello. Hey, buddy. What's up, dude? <laughs> these, things, okay, no these things are 40 years old. It's going to only get worse and right. harder to get one. Like, uh, why would you not get it on it? 
That's what I'm thinking. You I think, it, you know, I think we got to market. We got to market a little bit more. I think that's what it is. Maybe people just aren't aware. So I wasn't aware that you had that. I knew you guys were looking for card backs or the bubble specifically, so you could match the the yeah, right. PPS to that. But I wasn't aware that I knew you guys were doing it, but I wasn't aware you only had the first twenty one. I thought you guys had already had everything. And to be honest, I guess I haven't looked at too many of Chris's posts or whatever, but. Um, you guys were marketing it a lot last year and talking about it. Right. I just haven't heard anything about it since yeah. then. We got to do it more. I think that's. I right. think it's a great idea. It's obviously to preserve the mocks and stuff. Like I would add it to mine. Yeah. Having a logo on there, you know, if it's transparent, that's that's fine. And we're, you know, my personal take is I don't want anything over the bubble that I can see. Like putting a big acrylic box around it kind of takes away from the appeal to me. But putting like plastic yeah. over it looks a lot better. If you, as long as you can't see it, you know, yeah. um, like it looks original. You actually right. can't see it. Like I've actually had it. Like I've held it in person. And I've seen it, and it really is like invisible. Like it really doesn't stand out at all. Um, that was the only complaint that I actually had was that the logo was in the corner. Because once you see the yeah. logo, then it stands out all the time. And it's like oh, then you yeah. look at it, and then you just see the logo. Yeah, maybe but, we should find a different place for it. Where maybe like on the bottom of the bubble, like by underneath, you know. Or the stem is maybe like a little CAS oh, or something yeah. where I tell people all the time, like if someone buys a mock off the page, I always go, do you want me to ship it to you or ship it to CAS? And they always go, ah, ship it to CAS, get it graded. And I'm like, all right, do you want the blister protection? No. Like I have a bunch of mocks. Well, I had a bunch of mocks with the old box style around it. I always got it done. I, I wouldn't get a mock and not do it personally. Right. Right. And what right. is that? What does that go for? What's the nominal, uh, you know, upcharge 15 there. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen okay. bucks. Are, are so, so cheap. Yeah. So, do so you these people spend... that are spending eight hundred dollars on a on an yeah. Empire, you know, debut card, uh, something like that. You know, some some uh, expensive, you know, alt photo or something, and then they're not going to spend fifteen dollars on to protect it. You know, so there you go. To, to me, and, and you know, the other thing that we we're thinking about when we did it, there's a finite amount of carded figures that are out there that are not graded that are gradable. Left like at some point. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll never run out, but it seems like at some point we should. But you know, doing the BPS, we had a thought that people that have already graded, you know, twelve backs or power of the force figures that are prone to busting through the bubble that have no protection, yeah. we thought that'd be a way to get people to like send in already graded stuff to get cracked out, and regraded. Which, as a grading company, opens up not only anything that's ungraded, but anything that's already graded, right? Which would be like, you know, as a grading company, it would be a fantastic thing. Right. And, 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 and there's a collector as well. Right. If you knew, you know, someone years and years and years ago graded your item, it's not that big of, you know, especially if it's a thousand, fifteen hundred dollar figure, whatever, not that much skin off your back to send it in for, you know, another grading charge plus the 15 bucks to, to make sure it's properly protected. Especially uh, the power of the force or Jedi ones that are that are yellow, that are more prone to breaking. Even I, a even a a uh, a tri logo bubble, it's so big and there's so much room and they're sliding right. up and down. It's like every tri logo that that I had, I actually had the you know the blister protection on it, not the new one, the old one. Right. But I right. always got it done always because it was stupid yeah. not to. Who wants yeah. to spend two thousand dollars on a card and have this thing sent back to you, and then you see his head flying out of the blister? Like, so I have a question for you, Ross. Yeah. If you would tell us. Are you guys working on a new loose graded Star Wars case? Um, we're always kind of tweaking and perfecting. 
Um, I wouldn't say that we're working on a totally new style. We may we may do something with the weapon holders. Okay. Yeah, someone I heard through someone else who heard from someone else that you guys are working on something new. Yeah, I think we may may do something different on the weapon holders. Um, there has to be, which I'm sure you can't even do, but if there was some way to like grade a loose, you know, figure and then have, have some way for you to like access it, like not really access it, but like, you know, some, uh, sometimes when the figure like moves on the inside, you just want to like move it in like a little bit or just like move him like right. left or right. If there was like a little like hole in the back or something like yeah, something to stick a hanger in, you know, and just put a I sliding mean, like a door slide, so you could just yeah, take the figure yeah, right just put out. A sliding door yeah, on yeah. it. You can just change the grain. You know what I mean? You, want, you know what I mean? Don't, don't use the glue or anything. You know what I, I mean? I think the problem with that, the problem with that, right? The only issue, and, and again, I think what you're suggesting is probably something that's small enough that you couldn't yeah. swap out the weapon. You couldn't yeah, yeah. Yep. otherwise like swap out the figure, right? I totally yep. get you. I think. The issue then would be, you know, a dirt or like a booger or something falls into it, and then it's impossible to get out, right? Like that would be the problem. Not that I, I got like boogers all over my collection. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon's mustache yeah. hair—it falls into the case. Right. Now it's there right. forever. Right. That that mustache hair would f- jump off his face and fly into the case. It has a mind <laughs> of its own. It's worth so a lot. That's where the money is, though. All the money is in a new loose case. If you guys can reinvent like the new one, like whatever it is, well, I've been thinking about. Do? I mean, you do a lot of this stuff. So what? If you, you know, again, I, I don't. I'm not asking you to design the case. I have no clue. I've been, been thinking about it for years. Like, what would a new case look like? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't think what, of anything. Let's start with from this standpoint, right? Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Like, what? What don't you like about the case? What do you think that could be improved? I think. They can all be slower, up uh, uh, slower, smaller. Okay. Yeah. I think they're too That's big, too and it's so much wasted room. Yeah, hundred percent. We get that. We get that a decent amount, of, especially on like the Luke Sky, Luke Jedi. I think the Luke Jedi case is where it's like it's like that. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. look when they when the cape is mounted separately. You mean? Well, yeah. yeah. So when yeah, whenever you guys started mounting the cape on the side, to me that was just different right there. I think those look awesome. For the prune face, the luchai eyes, right. all those like to me, they look just, cool. Yeah, it, looks cool. Look. it is. You know, it, it definitely is. But um, I think it's the 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 case has definitely gotten smaller though. Like when you guys first started doing it, it was definitely like long, yeah. and now it's like a lot shorter. I mean, because again, people we heard feedback from people like Charles that were one hundred percent right that the case is too big, and so we slimmed it down over time. Um, may not be a ton more room, but you know. I'll definitely talk to the staff and have them have them look at it. It's good good feedback, man. I know on my yeah. acrylic risers, like I can fit four AFAs across, and I can fit three CAS across. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, interesting. You can also say we're giving you more acrylic for the same cost. You're <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. Well, Charles is the one that's complaining. I'm not complaining. It's Charles. <laughs> it's not a complaint. I'm just saying, like uh, for me. I would want it all smaller. Like, if the head is yeah. like here, I want the acrylic to stop like right near the head. I want right. it like small. See, I mean, yeah. the, the other issue too is you know, getting back to like the mass manufacturing standpoint. The you know Ken, my partner who does the operation, he always 
tries to have as few number of cases as possible, right? So if you have of whatever, course. 80 some yeah. figures, you don't want 80 cases, you want 30 cases that fit 80 figures. So there may be a few that it's perfectly tight on. There's a couple that it's going to be a little big on that they share the same case. So, so that's kind of what I was going to ask about the going back to the blister protection thing. How many yeah. molds do you have to make? Because they're all different kinds. They're all unique. That's, yeah, that's why unique. it's so time consuming. They're all unique. And yeah. and in the thing, this is this is Chris Whitlock's project. When we talk about the hardest working man in the in toy grading, right? This guy is literally, you know, he he makes like the dyes and you know all the molds and stuff like that, um, and, and has done it himself um, for each figure. But even on a particular figure, Darth Vader bubble, there's slight variations in the bubble. Maybe that's a factory thing. I don't. I don't recall whether it's a factory thing or it's just. You know, these are not perfectly made all from the same molds back in the day, too. Yeah, and even if like the same figure, some of them have a stem on the bottom. Some for some of the cards, a double stem. Them, yeah, yeah, so, right. So, so many combinations. So many combinations. Here's an idea I had, and maybe you think it's stupid, but I do it. <laughs> no for like You're for like a loose, nothing you say is stupid <laughs> for like a loose luke hoff Generous. for for 15 dollars or whatever price you can add on like a snow scene right on the back of the case someone someone mentioned like on that. the inside so like yeah. you can't like move it around or like access it but like you know for like a layer like endor you'll have like a wood scene like right on the, you know, like, you know, somewhere like right on the, um, Charles, the you can print that out yourself sure. and just tape it. No, tape I know. It on I back. Know. I'm just saying <laughs> theirs would probably look nicer if it's like, it's on the inside. I actually, I, I'm interested in the idea. I actually think the a opposite of one, por one part of it yeah, like is, is that it would be cool if it was like an adhesive that went on the back of the case. That way, you know, maybe if you ever did you want to on yourself. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, if you yeah. ever did want to remove it, or you wanted to sell it, and the person didn't want that, you can take it off. Yeah. That's yeah. Don't. We're talking to the wrong person about that. We're gonna need to keep that. He's gonna take the idea and run with it. And yeah. Move. Don't give him a good idea. <laughs> give him all of our ideas. I got. I got a question. We're putting a patent on that. <laughs> no, John, uh, don't do add that part. All right. <laughs> oh, you guys. Do you guys grade? You guys grade reaction figures. I think so. Yeah, we've done we've done them. We've done them. That's like the Super Seven stuff, right? Yeah. You yeah. guys, you guys grade uh, alien uh, reaction figures. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can do all that. We can do all that. Like any, dude, a ton of modern stuff. We, you know, I'm surprised by the volume of modern stuff that we get. You know, the you know the vintage collection stuff actually has gotten a lot more value over the last few years than it used yeah. to. Right? So we get more of that than than we have, but. Some some like modern, I, I, I wouldn't call it junk. I don't remember call it junk, but like things that are off, like you know, toy Garbage. store for fifteen dollars. That you know, they, they, it costs more to grade it. Yeah, but if someone wants a case and wants to protect it, who am I to judge? If they pay. So, I've been getting the Lily Letty overstock heads graded, so just a little floating head in the case. So I have like four of them now, and, the, and these guys make We've fun of me all the time. I love them. I think yeah, they're absolutely cool. fantastic. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Well, I just messaged these guys 
on Friday and said, "Is well, it?" There's no paint to worry about being scraped. No. Yeah. Well, it's an overstock, <laughs> non-painted head. It's good. Oh, stop. Overstock, it's organic. I mean, there's like nine names to the thing. It is a Star <laughs> Wars head that they didn't paint. That's what it is. It's it's rolling around in somebody's lunch Gertrude put it in her yeah. apron pocket. Yeah, Gertrude put it in her back pocket and she, she ran put out of the factory. Apron pocket when she ran out of the factory that day, <laughs> at, the, at the last day. No, I, I messaged these guys on Friday because I was getting some acrylic for the very first time for some pieces that I just have, you know, floating around on shelves. And, um, you know, I haven't gotten into grading yet. But I said to them, is it absolutely ridiculous to get a couple of acrylics for, you know, some Power of the Force 2 and some, you know, Saga Legends or, you know, that kind of modern, yeah. inexpensive stuff? And they were like, no, absolutely not. Because I said, it's it's part of a focus. It's not just a couple of random pieces. I have a Princess Leia focus and they're sitting there flopping around on the shelf. It would look great standing up in a you know absolutely. piece of acrylic. So so that was encouraging. And I did order them. So, um, you know, I. One thing that I, I I was surprised at this to change the topic. One thing I was surprised at being on Rogue Five Toys with these guys, you know, Chris and Charles um, and John ha have regular stuff for sale. Brandon and I kind of um, populate the page, you know, to some percentage of that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Brandon. Up, Brandon. Brandon's Later, laughing up, you know, his, he's got his power over the Force Two museum collection up right now. <laughs> hey, Brandon. So, <sighs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't sell as much as john apparently yeah <laughs> well, I, you know you i think you've taken john over in the last oh like, he has months because he has yeah. a toy store now yeah, yeah he's got to yeah. stock those shelves but no what i was going to say is one thing that surprised me in seeing um these guys sell gradable figures you know gradable mocks and then having the customers like chris said have them send them in for them it blows my mind, um, and you probably already know this, that people are buying stuff and instantly selling it to you. In these cases, they're not even seeing it before it gets to you. So they bought something, and then they don't see it until they get it from CAS. Yeah. Or they got something, and they turn it around in two days at their house and send it to you. So they're yeah. not even enjoying the collectible. So that was surprising to me because I always kind of pictured it was people, you know, had a collection, and then once the time came, they went to go grade their stuff. No. So many people are buying stuff and having it instantly graded. They do so it all the time, yeah. That you know, as from your point of view, I'm sure you are aware, and that's something you keep in mind because that turnaround time means, you know, that that's that holds them from getting their collection collectible, you know, for the very first time. Sometimes it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a decent amount of folks that send stuff in like that for sure. It's great. You're yeah, welcome, it's great. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it was me, if it was me, sometimes I would want to see the condition myself personally before sending it in. But if you're buying from someone who's a trusted seller, you know, describing the condition well, like like you like you guys, then you should feel comfortable to send it in like that. So, and to to make it make a little bit more sense too, um, all of us sell internationally, but Chris sells nice pieces and and has build a boxes for people that are in Australia, New Zealand, you know, UK. Uh, so hungry. it makes sense because hungry. So he's sending that stuff in from the U.S. makes more <laughs> sense before it gets shipped internationally, which makes less sense. So, so I actually had a box from FedEx come today from my house from CAS. It okay. was a, it was an item that Charles had sold to Thomas Decker, the Luke Poncho, mm -hmm. and then I sent it in to get graded for him, and it got graded a ninety plus. Whoa. Wow. So it came in today, and then I repackaged it into another box, and then I'm shipping it out tomorrow for him. 
I saw you made a submission today, by the way. I wanted to raise this. What is it? See, I see, I see everything, right? That's, <laughs> that was well, yeah. Glass so, Lee Vader, Glass Lee Vader, right? And, and then you saw that I sold it yesterday on the page, right? Oh, I didn't see that. No, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, I sold it on the page yesterday. I didn't see that. Yeah, wow. I listed on the page <laughs> yesterday. Spot. Normally, I don't talk about like confidential submissions of collectors. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I've, I've actually never broken that rule. People actually, people ask us all the time. Like, if someone says, "Do you know anyone who submitted X Y Z piece?" I'm looking for it. I'm like. Sorry, man. Like, yeah. I can't really help you out. He bought this one. I'll tell you whatever he submits. That's yeah, cool. just tell Chris. <laughs> no, the guy yeah, bought a, a glass leaf Vader, and he was like, I'm going to send it in to get graded. And I'm like, you're already paying shipping from me to you. Do you want me to just ship it for you? And I'll print it out and lay the money out, and then you just pay me back. And that's pretty much what he did. Like, I don't mind. Yeah. I'm shipping it out regardless. It doesn't matter if I'm shipping it out to you guys or to him. I'm still doing the work anyway. Yep. So... Here's a really good question, uh, actually, for Chris. What, where is the line for you? Do you ever think about something that's rare, rare, you know, rarer, like a glass lead Vader? What about you sending that in, getting it graded, and then how much more is it worth once it's graded? And uh, and in in a case, where's the line for you on that? I know you like to get collections in, yeah, turn stuff around. That. If, if 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 there was a shorter window at some point in the near future, you know, is there a line where you're like, nah, now it's worth it? I might not, I might not mind sitting on that for six weeks if I can get twice as much for it. I only grade my personal stuff okay. and stuff for customers. Everything else that comes in, I want this crap out as fast as possible. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to send it into a grading company. You know, no offense, I don't want to wait for a month. Yeah. I don't want to sit on my money. I just want to get it out. I have no problem doing that. Okay. So yeah, I don't really do that. Okay. It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, because you know, the, the the general school of thought is if you get stuff graded, you should have a higher return. Absolutely, graded as well. And um, people and people think that I do that, but my reasoning is always that I'm selling the item. I'm getting my money right now, and I'm using that money six more times before that item comes back in. Yeah. So I'm still making money on that original investment anyway. If you if you yeah, know I mean, you it, it, again to play devil's advocate for a second, and also. Uh, Pump up people sending stuff in to get graded to sell more <laughs> stuff for higher amounts. Now you're right. Like people that you start at a certain point, right? Even if the turnaround six months, you start sending stuff in on day one, you know, month two, month three, by month six, you start getting a steady supply of stuff back. So it's a, it's a little lag at the outset, but if you're a consistent submitter, we have plenty of people that do that. You know, that's how it kind of works. Uh, so I'm the opposite of Chris. I yeah. send it in and I get it graded and then I sell it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you, you're the smarter brother. So. I just don't see like, like <laughs> I have like a hammerhead. What am, uh, what am I going to sell him for? Right. $25. He's really, really nice. $30. No, I want to sell it for $175 because and, that's and how nice it is. And here's my reasoning. For me, it's not worth it to send it in, wait <laughs> the time. Now you're hoping it gets an 85 or better. God forbid it doesn't get an 85, but you're Industry. also... You're also, yeah, you're screwed. So now you're yeah. shipping it to CAS, you're shipping it back from CAS, and then you're shipping it again to the customer. It's just, it's in transit way too much. It's too much of a risk for me to do that. I mean, Charles right. sent those figures in. He got really low grades. So obviously he's, you know, Correct. Yeah. He's going I, blind or uh, or what? But his hammerhead is now worth $15. What is the weirdest or oddest thing you've ever seen graded at CAS? 
some there's, there's a couple that come to mind. One's, one's, it's not odd, but it is. It, it was it was a piece of trash, right? So a piece of trash. I don't know if you guys were heard of this find a while ago, but a bunch of ET Atari games were like put in put in a dumpster oh, you know, yeah, a long, long yeah. time ago. Or maybe it doesn't have value. I think there's so many of them that they were in the dumpster. But from that find, I think it was in, in New Mexico, Someone had a centipede that was pulled from that dumpster, and it was in the, in a plastic bag. It literally smelled like vomit, right? This guy oh. submitted it in Kane County with like the COA, and he was like, "Literally, you're grading my trash." So it was pretty cool. Um, do you do you hear a dog barking in the background? Yeah, whose dog that? is that? Whose dog is it's, that? It's always yeah, Brandon. We're, we're Any sound or anything is Brandon. Yeah. No. I don't my know. Dog's my dog, it's probably Shane's dog. dog. Not in my house. Rescue. We have like a foster rescue dog that we just got. It's like been here this? a day. That's causing some problems. Anyway, so is it your dog then? What's that? Is it your dog? No, we we have one dog. And we, oh, okay. Because his dog is it's not my dog. Like I this have... happens all the time. Do we have some weird noise and everyone's like, "Well, not me. <laughs> no kids here." Like, I don't have a dog, so it's not no one. Me either. <laughs> no one admits it. It's like, either, it's either whose Shane, dog is it? It's, it's either Shane's Shane dog. or Ross. Not... You want me to mute my mic? I'll mute my mic. It's not your dog. Okay, now Brandon, do yours. It's not me. All right, all right. So Brandon's dog. No, it's literally <laughs> it's Brandon's it's dog. Literally my dog. It's literally my dog. Literally my dog. Anyway, was, oh, okay. oh, it is Ross's. That's what I, I thought he was telling the truth. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah, was saying. Have, yeah I'm like, my dogs dog. don't sound like that. Mine sound like they're killing somebody. No, Ross said <laughs> Ross says he's in the middle of fostering a dog right now. So oh. fostering a dog. Yeah. yeah. So the dog's not very well adjusted, barking his head off in the background. Second weirdest <laughs> thing that we we got. Someone submitted a. Donald Trump shaped toilet brush. What? Oh, God. That I know who that was. Oh, you know who that was? Legitimately, you know who that really? was? Really? Who? Christopher. <laughs> Me? It was not. It was not. Oh, was it David Sean? <laughs> no. Although you might like one. You might like one. <laughs> Donald yeah, Trump. Did you guys actually grade it or no? It was literally Trump at the end of the toilet brush. Did you actually grade <laughs> it? Yeah, do you grade it? Yeah, it was it was unused. It was unused, uncirculated, uncirculated. You grade. So got a U grade. Yeah, we U graded the toilet brush. I, I sort of have a similar question. If you can think of something, what is the lowest grade that you've given something? Uh, maybe something kind of stand a standard graded item. Can you think of? I don't know that I don't know that we've given a ten or because I don't even know what the lowest given a ten. No, I thought I I thought I saw a ten before. Yeah, it was like a red bar. It was was a ten or a twenty of a red bar. Justin Haney, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly the piece. Justin Haney found at like a garage sale or something. Like the the beaterest beater, like barely had enough. Of the label on, but it, just enough you can tell that that's the one I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Five, it was a 10. Yep. It was ready to see. Yep. 10. That's, 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 I saw that's that exactly one. the piece I was thinking of. Trump. I think he was selling it for 300 bucks, maybe, or something. No. no, he gave it. I think he gave it to Brian. Brian, um, 
Or maybe it's a different piece gave to Brian Angel, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that would have some additional extra value just because of how low the grade is. I mean, I could think right. of a handful of people that would want that just for that reason. Yeah. That's interesting. I know some people like move up the chart, like uh, they want a 10 and a 20 and a 30 and a 40 right. and a 50 and they go That's all the way up. He's trying to go for the full spectrum of numbers for his lay a bosh, lay a bosh, lay a beach. Yeah. I have the I have the seventy five, the seventy five plus, the eighty, the plus, the eighty five, yeah, all the way up to ninety. And I, I, you know, people joke with me, and I said, I don't, I don't know how you can get a fifty and sixty. Like, I, does it just have to be a trashed figure? I, I don't even know what to look, you know, what you yeah. look for to send in. Chop but. the arm off. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, bite the arm off. You're more civilized than I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, one question I, I had about the show or our shows in general is it. Is it a pain to to take all that stuff in when people are turning them in at the show? Is it really just a service you provide? And obviously, you're 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 making an appearance for yourself. You're you're getting you know you're you're getting your brand out there and you're on site. But what what happens? Does it get loaded into a truck and driven back at, at that point after the show is over? What's that? What's that like for you guys? It it depends. It depends what show it is. I mean, to go back to the first part of your question, you know, I'm I'm in South Jersey. The company's in Florida. You know, I got involved with it because I wanted to be around all these toys and you know it's what I collect and what my passion is, but I'm not down there. Right? Yeah. I, I go down to the Florida facility a few times a year, um, but I'm not around the toys as much as I can. But when I go to a show, I see a lot of cool stuff, man. You you interact with most of the people are cool. There's a couple weirdos, right? That, that's, you know, our hobby, right? Like 90 some percent of the people are totally cool. There's a couple people that are just off or jerks or whatever. It's, it's life. Most of the people are really cool. I like interacting with people. I like seeing the toys. I like being at the show. Um, but afterwards, we pack them up really, really carefully. Mm-hmm. Most shows, we end up shipping it out on our dime. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we were close enough within you know four, five, six-hour drive, I do a lot of shows on the East Coast, right? Up, um, up, up on the East Coast, um, do Philly area shows or ones in Jersey, um, Pennsylvania, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll drive there and do do you know driving back, but then ship back down to Florida. So okay. we also do shows in Florida. I think those shows they they end up driving them back. Gotcha, right, gotcha. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for another episode of Five Idiots Talking Toys. Ross, we want to thank you very much for joining us from Collector Archive Services. Thank you. We appreciate your time on a Sunday night. We had fun hanging out with you in Nashville, and we appreciate all the uh, good work you guys do down there in Flor- at the far- Florida factory. And uh, you can guys what get the all what are the Florida. Florida. It's the sun- sunshine. Blasper. It's the sunshine Blasper. factory. Blasper. Yeah. Blasper. 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 Yeah. Blasper. Blasper. Oh yeah, it's, it's Christopher with the uh, the Bespin Blasper. Yeah, that was a that was a a, a six. Coors Light show, I think, or Michelob Ultra. Am, what do you drink? Am, Amstel Light. Am, six Amstel Light, yeah, six-pack show. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, you can check out everything that CAS has to offer and all the services that they provide if you go to collectorarchive.com. It's not just grading. It's preserving your collectibles as well. It's archiving them, uh, encasing them for protection and all that stuff. So check out everything they have on their website. You can find it out there. There's plenty of people in the hobby that you can get references from as well that use CAS regularly and get all of their their high-end collectibles graded and protected. Once again, thanks very much for joining us. It is Five Idiots Talking Toys here on Sunday night on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Please go to 5idiotstalkingtoys.com. 
for everything about the show. Subscribe and comment below. Good night, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ross. Okay. Good night. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, Ross. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me on, Ross. Yep. Awesome.